Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Elite Trainer Podcast. This is episode six. Sorry, there was um, no podcast for two weeks. Just had a um, bit of time off everything just to kind of refresh. I've been starting a new... I've been a bit tired, long story short. So just gave me a chance to recharge, come back and yeah, back with um, regular episodes from now. And we've got some really good guests planned. Unfortunately, we couldn't get one of them this week. I'm joking. But we've um, we've got <laughs> Pokegam for episode six. How you doing, mate? How are we doing, Jack? You're right. Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. You? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. You can't complain at the minute. Weather's been pretty good, hasn't it? So, um, making it's the most good of that, if, really. It's good if you're in an office that has aircon. Oh, well, I. We're one of in... these um, new environmentally friendly, sustainable buildings. Yeah. So, it's no, no aircon. Oh, well, I work in a hospital and our clinic bit has basically got no aircon. So, it's just like an absolute sweat fest. And everyone just tries yeah. to go into the gym because it's got aircon in there. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's nice, it's good, but it's bad when you're sweating all day. It's not nice. But yeah, yeah. Pride of working on computers is that I have a little USB fan that I can plug in and use in oh, front of me. I'm jealous, mate. I wish I had the luxuries <laughs> of that. Honestly, I don't. So I didn't for so long. So it's so nice to finally be able to after like seven months. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So yeah, uh, for those of you that have listened to the podcast, or even those that are new, we have a usual format. We talk about uh, the guests' favourite Pokemon. We try and go through like a team of six of their favourites. Then we talk about their first and or favourite memory of Pokemon. And then we get into um, a bit of a discussion. Something tailored specifically to the guests. Because we have discussions quite regularly on this and we haven't mentioned it on the podcasts yet we're gonna have a little chat about uh raffles and the pros and cons are they good are they bad are they value that sort of thing it just have a bit of a discussion about that so we, we won't be talking about anyone specifically or saying if anyone's good or bad it's just a general conversation about them just to get our opinions across which is what the podcast is about Sounds so good. we will crack straight onto it mate with your team of six team of so, um, anyone who follows me will know probably what my favourite Pokemon is, seeing as I think it was like my first ever post, but um, it's in my logo as well, which obviously, thanks to you, mate, because you had a big saying in my logo. Yeah, and yeah. more, Dre, more, more well. Dre than me. I asked yeah, him so, and Dre, so good, he, delivered, he? he delivered the goods. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's so good. Anyone that wants a logo... Go and hit him up. He's, he's amazing. We yeah. haven't we haven't shown it on there, but he when he was doing the designs, he tried to combine Ampharos, Umbreon, and Charmander into like one Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it was mad, wasn't it? But yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to think of it. The more I looked at it, the cooler it looked. To start off with, I was a bit like, uh, let's just go for the original three. But then actually, the more you look at it, it's actually quite clever and quite cool. Maybe I should post it. I've got it, so I'll put my post it on my. You should, yeah. Be like, yeah, just, yeah. I'm sure he won't mind because I've, I mean, yeah. I've got, the, I've got the full, like, the actual proper images, so I can ping you across them. Yeah, but yeah. Well, oh, anyway, I've without giving any spoilers. Anyway. <laughs> we've named yeah, some anyway. there. So, I'm a thirty odd year old, so I'm going back to the original Gen One. That's when I absolutely like fell in love with Pokemon and stuff. So, surprisingly, my favorite Pokemon isn't a Gen One Pokemon though. Um, I don't know why, but I've just always loved Ampharos. So Ampharos is my favourite. I don't honestly. I'm, I'm just not sure what what it is about Ampharos. Was it, was, think, it, was it the card? Did you play him in a game? Like what? It was, do you know what? Do you, do you know what probably, gave you that like attachment to him? Probably the game. So I've got. I posted it a few weeks ago. Actually, I was digging out like through my drawers, and I found um, I found my Game Boy Color, which I got 
Pokemon Gold for. I saw this, I the, uh, the green one. Yeah, and then I've got... Yeah, um, yeah the green one. And then I've got a uh, DS as well, which I play Soul Silver on. And I just... I don't know. I think I just... I got... I caught a Reap. Didn't know anything about Gen 2 because we're, go- we're talking a little bit down the line after sort of like going away from Pokemon a little bit that I got that. Um, but yeah, I, I just caught Marie, evolved it up to an Ampharos. It was just an absolute beast. And I just thought it's just a cool, it's a cool idea. So Ampharos is probably, well, it is my number one. Um, so that would be obviously my main person in my team. Uh, love that one. Secondly, you'll probably like this, an evolution. So we're going to go Umbreon. Yeah. Purely because you've got to have an evolution in there, haven't you? At the end of the day. Oh, of course you do. And Umbreon, I really like Jolteon, but obviously I don't want to go down the line of having two lightning or whatever. I'm trying to think of yeah. it strategically if we're not trying to make a good team. But um, Umbreon, I just thought Umbreon's always been really cool. I just like the colour scheme and just I've always tried to get an Umbreon whenever I play games. I think the cards are amazing. Um, Have you um, seen the um, the pack artwork that came out today for Evolving Skies with Umbreon on? Do you know what? Is that for the ETBs? So they've got the ETBs out. So there's four ETBs. There's two that are Pokemon Center exclusives and then two which are like public ones. And there's four split on each. But then the pack artworks for Evolving Skies is Rayquaza, Duraludon, Sylveon and Umbreon. Oh, you've gone quiet, mate. Hello. Hear me, mate. I've lost. Hello, you're back. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. Um, sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to have to look at it. I'll see it. if you if you've got your phone. I'm going to try and see if I can find it. I've got my PC. Yeah. So they're because obviously they're, it's focused on the dragon types because of um, what's the guy's name is sort of Shield Raihan. Yeah. So um, Rayquaza and Duraludon are the focus, but then because they've got the Eevees in, they've put. Umbreon and Sylveon as the other two pack artworks. Yeah. And the two ETBs you can get in public have all four and the ETBs look insane. In general. Um I'm keen on the newer ones personally, like Sylveon I've never really like it's a bit too newer gen for me. I don't really pay much attention to like the newer gen stuff, but the classic like gen one and two, sort of like up to what Leafeon, yeah, Espeon, so no... Leafeon, and Umbreon, um, yeah, and then after that, I'm kind of no, not not so much for me, but so yeah, so you got two of mine there. You got Amphros and Umbreon. Um, I mean, if you're building a team, my third one's going to be Charmander. If we're building a team, you go Charizard. Obviously, everyone loves Charizard, but just growing up, Charmander was like my favourite. I think it was a lot of people's favourites, so I don't want to be a bit of a cop-out and say, yeah, it's it's Charmander, it's Charmander, but Charmander is, like, my favourite from the beginning. Um, it was a Charizard that got, that got us talking originally, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I mean, I bought a Charizard off you, so... I think, yeah, um, that was probably the, that was the first, like, conversations. I think I think it was. And that was months, yeah. and that was months ago now. That was a long time ago now, really. Um, yeah, still love that card, by the way. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, Charmander, just, it's just just a boss, isn't he? I think he's yeah. majority, majority of people's favourites. So, kind of given away by my logo that it's those three. So, they're my first three, but these ones are a little bit more interesting. Again, I've gone down to... My last two are probably going to be not so mainstream, but my next one's a lot of people's favourites. But I've just always liked Gengar, so Gengar would be in there. 
Knives, um, yeah. I tell you what, I've always liked Gengar since you know the first season watching the actual program, the actual anime. Well, yeah. there's an episode where Ash goes to fight, he goes to battle um, Sabrina and he needs a ghost Pokemon. And he catches the he, well, he doesn't catch the haunter. He goes to Violet City to go and get a haunter or a ghost Pokemon. And they go into like the ghost house, the Pokemon ghost house where they all hang out. I just really like Gengar from that moment. And then I think some of my favorite cards, like Sabrina's Gengar, is probably a top six or seven card for me. Like it's so good. So Gengar would be in mine. Um, then I think this Pokemon is possibly like the most underrated Pokemon. From so for anyone, Jack's just sent me a, a picture of the evolving skies pack art. So the Umbreon on that looks absolutely quality. So if you, if you Google it and have a look, it's 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 really good. Um, so going into fifth choice, then a little bit for me, probably like one of the most underrated Pokemon. No one ever talks about them that much. They don't really get any love in terms of um, in terms of like good artworks or cards, but. Gonna pick Nido King. So I don't know why. He's just an absolute boss at the end of the day. I always used to pick Nido King over Nido Queen. Um, both really good, but I just think he's just an absolute boss. Boss in terms of he's a beast, really. Um, that's what that's who I go with anyway for number five. Just always really liked him. No one's ever really spoke about him too much, but I go Nido King. So originals as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like well, one I'm of the original that. sixteen hollows. Yeah, I love I love the original stuff. It's from like my era. I, it's it for me like I've got quite a high affinity with a Nido King, so I love that. I one. wonder why that's why it's always been a bit under because obviously the original base set you're always look you're always looking out for the top three Zapdos and Chansey and Really, if you got a Nido King, it was a bit like yeah. I don't um, know. Maybe it's because they're I don't know. focused on some of the others. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, growing up as a kid, though. I mean, even growing up as a kid, everyone just wanted Charizard. And we're talking back when I was 10 years old, back when it came out. And you're like, everyone was just obsessed with Charizard. Um, but yeah, I, who knows, mate. But Nido King doesn't really get much love. And then obviously. He doesn't get Nido... any special cards or anything. No, nothing. Like the, Nido... the closest he's got to a special card, he got a break card, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nido Queen, it, it took until Jungle for that, for Nido Queen to come into it, didn't it? Like yeah. it, that wasn't even in the wasn't even in the original in the original base set, was it? But yeah, no, but yeah, you don't see you won't see a Nido Queen V Max or a Nido King V Max no. or V they, they haven't even had a, a card in Sword and Shield yet, I don't think. Yeah. But then you see some of them that are like the more newer ones, they're in like every set. And then you've yeah, got like someone, more, some... like more Peko and yeah. Dreadnought. And then you've got you've got an original classic like Nido King. And it's the fact that it was Nido King and Nido Queen, and like I think Nido Queen's card had like a, a move called um, Boyfriend Call or something like that, where it was based around those, those two together. Um, and it, I just think it's a really good concept of them two together, and they just never really get any love. But nah. yeah, sixth one then. Um, so this is my favourite legendary, and I don't really know why, because again, it's not a Gen One, but I really love Suicune. I just think from a from an, a card point of view, every single card is amazing. Like you yeah. never see bad artwork, do you? So good. No. But um I think I think it's Revelation, uh, Neo Revelation. 
the the card for that is really good. And lately, I've been looking on um, eBay and stuff at uh, the Heart Gold Soul Heart Gold Soul Silver re- uh, release when that came out. There was a there was a promo of Entei, Raikou, and Su- and Suicune with that, and the the art yes. was so good. Love yeah. it. But um, the one where he's is that the one where he's jumping over the sky with the there's with, like, the pinky one. purple background, or is that a different one? I think that's a different. If I remember, it's kind of like turning away from the, from the like as in the view, so almost turning away from you and looking back. I think it just looks really, really cool. Yeah, I've just googled Suicune cards, and there isn't a bad one. Yeah, every single one's absolute gem. Even but, yeah, anyone from W or Shining Fates is amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, that- there's not really one I dislike. They'd have done that Suicune as a full shiny. Yeah. That would, in, in either Hidden Fates or Shining Fates, that would have looked sick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's one of them where, like we say, just don't do any. There's just not a bad artwork for it at all. Yeah, I'm assuming now that they're doing all of these alternate full art, special arts, they'll yeah. probably at some point look to do Entei Raikou and Suicune. I have always questioned that. Like they do all, the, yeah. Like you said, they do all the alternate arts. But if they had alternate arts, I think people would just love them. Because they've they have included all three in sets. Like Suicune had a hollow in Darkness of Blaze, was it? Yes. And he's had the shiny. Entei has a shiny in Battle Styles. Yeah. And Raikou obviously has the amazing rare and vivid voltage. So they are including them in the Sword and Shield. Yeah. Which makes me think that they're and they've only a whole had one card. So. Yeah. Then plan for them i would have thought yeah well they should do like the flareon ex card with the three of them yeah oh no that'd be really good definitely definitely i know which one you mean the one yeah Yeah. it's like the imagine that as like an alternate art special three as one that would look quality yeah so we got frost umbreon charmander gengar Suicune and Nido King. Exactly. Spot on. I think I'd take some beating to be fair. You've got all the, if it was like a battle as well, you've got all the types covered. Pretty much. Obviously, if you were doing it in an actual battle, you'd evolve Charmander. But yeah. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I think the only thing that you haven't got is like a fighting. But yeah, fighting or a normal, but pretty much got everything else covered. You got I think covered. I think Nido King knows some grass moves, so um, I think in fact, isn't he a grass in the original base set? Is he a grass? Yes, he was, and then they changed. Yeah, yeah, so, he is. Yeah, there you go, mate. There's my six. I've just Great. seen the Nido card. Which which is the the one for? Is it from E series? The Nido King. Oh, right, okay. You mean the Acropolis Nido King? That, the yeah, I've just... Crystal, crystal Nido one, King. That's the one. I've oh. just I've just Googled Nido King and that's come up. Yeah, that is... For me, that's the best Nido King card ever. But it's so expensive. Like, I, yeah, was this the one we were talking about where it sold for like 800 quid or something? Yeah, I sent you that picture because I can remember yeah. I said, this is my favourite card from Acropolis because I put loads of artwork up on my page of Acropolis and loads of yeah. people were loving it. And I did like a little thing saying, would people want to see more Acropolis cards? So I Googled Acropolis. Uh, I went on eBay and Googled it and everything, or whatever you want to call it. And I think I showed you a picture when it was at like 200 quid or something like that. And then and it, it said, ju- 
20 quid overnight or something, didn't it? It was a Japanese version. And I think you said, like, oh, I don't think it'll go much more than that. And then it went up to, like, nearly 800 quid. It was, like, £790 or something like that. But um, absolute beautiful card, though, that anyone hasn't seen that, go and have a look at Nido King. Crystal Nido King from Aquapolis. It's amazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've just looked, and then he became a poison in Evolutions. Yeah. This yeah. hollow chamber, which doesn't make sense because they should, they because they didn't put Venusaur in as yeah. a hollow. Surely it would have made sense to keep a grass one in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Now we'll go on to either your first and or favorite memories that you have of Pokemon. Okay. Um. Well, so when I when I was growing up, we're talking back when I was ten when the sets originally came out. I was nine or ten. I can remember my mum and dad just weren't that bothered about getting me any packs. Obviously, you have pocket money and stuff, but yeah. I used to be obsessed with football, so I just wanted football and stuff related to that. But obviously, I collected the Pokemon cards. Um, but my mum and dad wouldn't buy me a pack. And my best friend down the road, his mum was like, I'll get you a pack, it's okay. So she she bought me a pack, put my mum and dad to shame there, but she, put, she bought me a pack. <laughs> she bought my best mate a pack. So... We sat there, we've both got base set cards, packs in our hands, and we're, we're obviously saying, like, what do you want to pull sort of thing. Anyway, I rip it open, and my first ever card, the first ever pack that I'd ever opened, I pulled a hollow Zapdos from base set, which nice. obviously I'm over the moon about, so I'm like, I've pulled this Zapdos, it's like hardly anyone in school has this. My mate sits there, opens his base set Charizard. And I was <laughs> like, oh, you're joking. But honestly, like, for me, I think there's definitely a picture on my account of, like, my Zapdos. It's scratched as now. It's not... I didn't look after it. It was one of them where you used to put rubber bands around your cards and chuck oh, them in God, your pocket. Oh, God, yeah. But my mate's Charizard, after... We're talking, like, two or three weeks, was so battered. Like, absolutely battered. But, um, yeah, he. the thing that annoyed me more than anything is he just wasn't that bothered about his cards and didn't really look after him. And there'd be times where he was like... Hey, you can have all my cards and just like go and try and trade them for me with some other people at school. Because I was like a year or two above him. And when, when I was in primary school, we had like an infants and then like a, a juniors. So when yeah. you went from infants to juniors, it was a different playground. There was more people in like the juniors that would have cards. So he'd give me cards at lunchtime, be like, go, go on to like the junior court and try and trade <laughs> some cards. But, uh, that, but to be honest, like nostalgia wise, going back to then, that's when you kind of think about what you love and stuff like that. So, yeah, that would be my probably my first ever real memory, pulling that. Best memory? I'd probably say that, to be fair. Um, just pulling that for you. For, it just takes you back that that was the first ever card I pulled. And it was, yeah. a, and it was a hollow Zapdos. And, and, in fact, the other, the other memory I've got is I opened a fossil pack. So I never really opened that many packs when I was a kid. My mum used to work in a news agent, so she used to get the Pokemon magazines. They used to bring them out, and they'd, they'd give you, like, free packs and stuff in that sometimes. So I used to get some really cool stuff from that. But I can remember getting a fossil booster pack, opening it up, and I, I pulled a Dragonite shiny from fossil. Nobody else in school had that whatsoever. Um, and everyone was, like, trying to make trades with me. I got a guy who came up to me with like an ancient Mew because the film had just come out. He's like, we trade mate, the ancient Mew for this for the Dragonite. I was like, no way. I was the only person out <laughs> there. Everyone thought I was a boss for having this Dragonite. So that's probably my favourite. To be fair, yeah. love that memory. I want to say yeah. 
someone else's favorite me first memory was opening a base set pack and pulling a Zapdos. I feel like that's someone else has got that as well. Have they? I want to say it was Dave on the first episode. Because then we were saying about, I wonder what would have happened if you'd opened that pack and didn't get anything if you wouldn't have opened anymore. Yeah, tell me about it. Definitely. And I feel like you saying that, I'm going to have to check afterwards. But I feel like Dave, if he didn't, Dave's just got a... <laughs> I feel like his... Anyway, mate. Great guy, great guy. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, I feel like his... Dave. Go and follow him. Yeah, I feel like his was exactly the same. Yeah. Which is really random, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that would be, they'd be my favourite, my first and favourite memories, probably. Yeah, see, I didn't, as a kid, I wasn't really, I was like, I was more into the football side than yeah. Pokemon side. So I was, I was looking at the cards the other day because, as you know, I've kind of got a little bit into some football cards lately. And I was, in year eight, it was, I was, um, it was Match Attacks 2009. Yeah, and they had like uh, four hundred clubs, and my friend had bought me a pack because I'd got his his lunch or something the day before because he didn't have any money. He took it that day, and then in that pack I had like a, a hundred Torres or something. Oh, and yeah, I then I remember the whole things like people trying to like buy it off me or trade it off me, and <laughs> it's a different thing. But yeah, it's it's quite cool when you think about it that you had without really people with the same interests. Yeah, you, like you said, you don't know what you've got essentially, do you? Looking back, you think, God, that's a hollow Zapdos. If I put that straight into a sleeve and put it straight into a top loader and looked after yeah. it. Um, or got it graded number one, sir, or something. Ex exactly. But, um, yeah, you don't realise what you've got till later down the line, which is, guess how I got back into it, to be fair. So, yeah, you don't, you, you, you don't really appreciate what you've got till like later on. You think, oh, I wish I'd just taken a bit more care. That's why yeah, I kind of like with the, you know, the parent, the parent sort of yeah. accounts that you've got, like like mini cheese, for example, poker cheese. Like I know that um, they they try and encourage the kids to like sleeve it up and look after it, um, which we never did back in the day. So I don't think the cards that are worth all this money now, like the Watsy cards. I know they're Watsy cards and stuff, but back in the day, everyone just went to school and traded them and played against each other with them. Nobody had it in their mind that they were going to be worth money one day. So to so actually like appreciate the card for what it was, they just saw it as like yeah, definitely as a, not as a toy, but as like well, in a way, yeah, yeah. Well, they they were really that's what they were made for. Um, so yeah, you, you don't appreciate it till you've kind of like realised what it is later down the line. Yeah, but obviously nowadays if something else came out that i thought was cool and i got a kid and they wanted to get into it, i'd be like oh make sure you look after that but obviously they just want to go and play with them don't they but um yeah it's one of them where i wish i'd looked after him a little bit more i have got some good cards though that i have looked after that i pulled out my little binder so not really a binder i had this thing where it was like a credit card holder or like a business card holder that i kept all my cards in because <laughs> my my mum and dad like encouraged me to be fair they were like Right, well, if you want to look after your cards, we'll go and get you one of these. So we went down to Staples when I was about 12 or whatever, 11. Good Staples. Easy, good yeah. old Staples. And then literally put all my cards into there. And when I found this this uh, credit card holder sort of thing and got it all out, I'd still got some cards. I mean, I've, I've sent you some, like that gold duck that you used once on the, one of your raffles. Like, stuff like that. I've kept it in really, really good condition. So 
I sent a Charizard off which to PSA, which is in really good nick. It's not going to get a nine or anything like that, but I'm just surprised that I pulled it when I was 10 or 11 and I managed to keep it in a reasonably good condition. That He'd say it's like near mint, excellent to near mint. Whereas yeah. I'm surprised I didn't trash it back in the day. But So I guess I did look after him a little bit. Yeah, it's quite clever, quite clever when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Good old business card holder. Thanks for <laughs> that. Cool. Right, we will move on to the main part of the um, of the podcast. Usually, I could say if we hate if we talk about stuff, it's usually tailored specifically to the guests themselves. Like Dave, battles they had, Peaky and Devon. We talked about their artsy side of it. Gengar, we talked about his whole little community he's got gam's a bit boring in that sense yeah no <laughs> i am joking, i am honestly <laughs> well but yeah um the one thing that me and gam do talk quite a lot about is um is raffles or any if they're good if they're bad like what the purpose is of them and stuff and i was i was part of them so that, if people that don't know because i haven't done one now in maybe a month must be about a month is i used to do them as well and it just got to the point that it was taking over everything and I didn't just want to be a raffle account. And it got to the, well, I'm just trying to find out when my last one, three weeks ago. It feels like it was longer than that. It does feel like it was longer than that, to be fair. It's because I, I went a whole week without posting. I would have thought it had been longer than that if you hadn't have said it was then. It's because I'd stopped doing it like a couple of days before I started working. Yeah. So about three weeks, it's probably about right, but... Yeah, so raffle for people that don't, if you don't know what a raffle is, basically someone, uh, an account will have a card or a product and they will try and sell it by offering slots at this at, a pro, at the same price. So if something was in brackets worth, which is something we'll talk about later, if something was brackets worth £40, there would be something that would you would have 20 slots at two pound 40 slots at one pound and it would be the same amount of slots and it would it should be the worth of the product to say is what a raffle is long story short and then it goes into like a wheel or your name's drawn out of a hat and whoever gets spun on the wheel wins that product essentially is probably the best way i can describe them there's other that's ways that people do it nowadays, way. but that's usually what it is. As a product, people pay their prices. How they want to do that is up to them. And then they put out however many slots at the same price, and then they fill it, and then they draw it. Winner gets the prize. Is the long and short of it. I think you've done that up pretty well, to be fair. Yeah, and there are pros of it. There are cons of it. What do people think? Are they good? Are they bad? Are people doing it for the wrong reasons? Are they doing it for the right reasons? Etc. Etc. And that's kind of what we want to talk about a bit because we talk about this um, privately quite a lot. And it hasn't been... It's almost like people are not scared to talk about it, but people don't really talk about it and just let it go in yeah. a way, which yeah. is all right. In a way, but then you still, we're not, I would say, this isn't us. We're not going to say any account names or criticize anyone because that's not what we're about. We're just here to have a chat and they're good or they're bad. What are the pros of them and what are the cons of them? Because there are pros of them. Definitely. It's not definitely just good pros. Yeah. And it's just, well, that is what a pro is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) this isn't us just going to go on and slew raffles and everyone that does them because that's not what this is at all. This is just, 
Me and Gam is completely neutral in this, which is why he's the person that we got to talk about it because he doesn't do them. He's entered a few. He done that, but he's never done them before. So it's a good neutral viewpoint to have, which is the best way we wanted it because then we get both sides of it from the buyers, I guess. Yeah. Perspective of it. So I guess probably the first. Go on, then. Go. On. Sorry, I was, I was going to say. I think I've like just noticed and kind of just sat back and. Like you say, I've been involved in them as in, like, I've entered them. But, like you say, I've not actually ever ran one myself. So I think I've just kind of, like, sat back, looked at what's going on and just can give a fairly neutral opinion. Obviously, my opinion, our opinion might differ to other people. And, like you say, I'm not. we're not doing this to slate anyone. We're not going to mention any names or anything. Or we're not condemning people doing them to a degree, but it's just one of them things where I just guess we're just going to debate it and see what's good about and what's bad about them and just see, it'd be interesting to know what other people thought, because like Jack says, not nobody really mentions it. It's like it's taboo and no one ever wants to talk about it. Yeah. The thing is, but, yeah, they are our opinion. Our opinions are, are fairly similar, which is why it's a good thing to because we can kind of agree with it. Well, it's not a debate or anything. It's just everyone's going to have their own opinions. It'd be interesting, so when the podcast goes out, it has an Instagram post on uh, PokeJack37, which is Instagram. It's quite interesting. Once you've listened to this, head over to that post and let me know what your opinions are. If you do raffles and you think they're good, if you enter raffles and you do, or if you don't, let, just, it'd be interesting to see what other people think because then maybe further down the line, we can do another one of these. I have another discussion and actually talk about other people's viewpoints of it as well. Because like I said, this is just two people's opinions and that's going to be different to fact the fouls and other people that I follow on Instagram will follow me back, etc. But it's just a nice neutral middle ground to talk about it, pretty much. So in terms of getting started into what we think then, Jack, should we start off with some good points? I feel like it's bad if you start off on a negative. I think, yeah, I think we'll start with some pros first, definitely. So obviously I've, I've had a little think about things that obviously stand out and obviously we'll, I'll bounce back off you in terms of what you think, but the third, the first thing I've kind of noticed more than anything is they're just everywhere. I when I initially joined Instagram, I'll be honest, I joined Instagram from a Pokemon point of view and set up my Pokemon account because I was joining a lot of giveaways and stuff in my normal personal account, and I just didn't want to kind of spam everyone that I followed in like normal life or whatever with a load of Pokemon stuff. So when I started joining, I just started following loads of people who were just posting pictures of their cards and stuff. And initially, when I first joined, that's when I entered a few different raffles. But I'm sure over the few months that I've been on here, every single, I feel like every single post I see now is just a raffle of some kind. And everyone, even people that I started following initially who weren't really involved with raffles are now doing raffles. It just seems like they're swarming the whole community. Every, they're everywhere. I don't know what you think, Jack, in terms of that. Yeah, I've noticed that more. But I'll, I'll cut this out. I thought we were starting with... Oh. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> cut that. I don't know why I started with that. I didn't want to cut you out in case you were then going to go in to be like, oh, this is really good. So I thought I'll leave no, it for no, a no. second. But yeah, no. you said you were going to start can with you, Pro and then went into Can you cut that like... out and I'll start again? I've read the wrong bit. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I just right. thought I'd Let, Right. Let's go again. Um, okay so yeah so one of the things i think is is good after thinking about it is um end of the day where i think we're in a, a bit of a tough time at the minute obviously covid a lot of people have been furloughed 
Um, a lot of people have less expendable money in terms of finances and things like that. And I think as a community, they've got a place to a degree. Well, I say to a degree. I think they've got a place in the fact that it's it brings people together and gets people talking. So that will be my main sort of thing, I think. Um, and I feel like a lot of raffle pages and people who have done raffles have got other people involved who wouldn't have spoken to each other otherwise. So it's kind of brought the community together during a harder time. Yeah. If you get what I mean. I don't know yeah, what you definitely. think about that. Yeah, no, I agree. You see people that, like, I've met people, like, so for those of you that, I've just mentioned it ago that I used to do raffles and a lot of the people that I met and now talk to quite a lot of the time and have daily conversations with and stuff were from those raffles that I did quite a lot of people um, like people like uh, Dolores people like uh, a lot of people from Gengar's one that I talked to Bago who does Twitch streaming me and Gam talked before that because we did um, a sale and stuff but someone called Articuno or Alex dig all of these people i've met through raffles and have almost daily interactions with yeah so yeah. in a way like that was a really good part of it you just got to meet and talk to because then we would end up talking about stuff that weren't raffles and we would just be talking about pokemon and other stuff yeah etc so it was the raffle that brought the people together but then you could actually just go off and talk about yeah. really i mean i started talking to you kind of like you said before but then i started talking to you more when i was entering your raffles and stuff um and then like for example poker josh um i got talking to him because of his raffles because i really like them and stuff like that um so yeah it's brought people to together and made people chat that wouldn't have chatted before so i think that's the first one sorry to cut you off there mate no that's all right no worries but uh yeah um Obviously, that's number one. There's, there's more. We'll go into more, just my opinion. But end of the day, a raffle gives someone an amazing chance at winning something really valuable or worth a lot more money than what you've paid into it, depending on if you're being sensible. I've seen them before where people have put a load of entries in. But if, say you've got, I don't know, we'll use an we'll ETB as an example. Say there was an ETB one where it's like, I don't know, five pound a chance and you end up winning a box worth 60 pound for a fiver. Well, that's great for you because you've just picked something up that's probably might not have been in your first thoughts of buying because you can't afford it because of furloughing and things like that. I think that just gives you a great chance of picking something up for that sort yeah. of price. And just, it, it's good at the end of the day. Like if, if you win one, you get an absolute buzz as well. I've won them before. Um, I can remember I, I won one early on. Um, one of my first few days of actually doing them, as in like entering them, I won a Miracle Twins um, Japanese booster box. I was over the moon. I, I think I put about three quid in, and I got a box worth like seventy quid or whatever it was. Well, you won on one of my one of my last ones where me and Kid did that joke, didn't you? You put like three or four quid for base set Machampolo. Yeah. Yeah, I'll always remember that one. Yeah, that was a really good one. Because you went on a dry run, ended up getting yeah. the best one. I didn't win it's anything like for ages. Yeah, but it's like you said, one of the points you said is that it's a chance to win something unique or valuable, and there's such a mix, Another, which was one of my pros, is that it's not the same. Quite a lot of times you'll see it will be an ETB or something, but there'll always be the odd one, and it's something completely different 
or it's a chance to win something you wouldn't even think about yeah as a product so quite a lot of the time it'll be the newer stuff it'll be an etb or be packs or something but not just say it was my own but there'll be other chance you can win cards that you didn't even know existed yeah no, and 100%. stuff like that, which makes it interesting, unique in a way that it's something potentially valuable, but it's something also very unique that you never would have thought that you wanted until you've actually seen it and won. Yeah, no, I, I agree, definitely, definitely. There's cards that when you did yours that I hadn't seen before, and I was like, oh, do you know what? I wouldn't mind winning that. Like I'd entered it originally because I wanted to win like one of the vintage cards that you put up as like one of the main prizes, but some other cards came up like what you would the first or main prize and i'd look at it and think that's a really cool card like i wouldn't actually mind winning that like the yeah. um what was the one that the sb on gx full art yeah yeah like random ones like that, that i would always try and get stuff that was unique if I'll that was the same i would one. never have two you had a nidoran i think it was from a legendary collection that you, that you oh yes off. that was on the wins one wasn't it yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't own any legendary collection, but I saw it and was like, look, I know about these cards, but I've never, never bought one. But if I won that, I'd be, I'd be absolutely stoked at winning that. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that. Quite a lot of the time, it's usually the same stuff because they're the most accessible. Like, if you want to do a raffle, the yep. most accessible products are collection boxes and booster boxes. Uh, not booster yeah. boxes, ETBs, because you can get them at. Shops are now quite a lot of shops are now restocked fully now that people are being sensible and it's all died down a bit. You've got places like Argos that always have Pokemon stocked up, yeah. But they're they're ones, but it's it's there is a nice variety in that you'll see something totally different that actually you think like you didn't know that exists, something yeah. just a bit different. Well, I think as well, even you from, from people not winning. So I'll give you another example. I saw in someone's once they got a really cool Generations card. It, was my, it might have been one of the Radiant collections. Um, it might have even been the Flareon or something like that as a main prize. And I was like, I didn't, know, didn't really know much about it. Being someone who likes the vintage stuff, I was like, oh, I didn't know loads about that. And just looked, at it, looked it up. And then it kind of makes you go, maybe I'll like have a look at collecting that. So from that point of view it's really good because it can get you into stuff you didn't you weren't even aware of exactly opens your eyes a bit opens your eyes a bit to what is actually out there yeah definitely definitely so that's kind of like what i would call number two um third i would say look i didn't this is the part where it's a bit it gets a bit controversial but financially i get why people are doing it a lot of people have lost jobs um or just finding times hard at the minute and I can see why they would want to do it because it's gaining them a bit of extra money. And the way I kind of see it is if, if someone's doing it and they're not making a load of money on it, maybe they're doing something that's worth 60 pounds and they say they make 10 pounds off it or something like that. And then that 10 pound profit they've made from it, if they're going and going, do you know what? I've always wanted this card, but it's a bit out of my reach. But if I've got some product that I raffle off and I don't make, just theoretically, they're not making loads on it. I kind of think if they're putting that towards their own collection and stuff, I kind of get why they're doing it. So I class it as a pro in the fact that they are able to... It's giving them another way of getting some money. It's benefiting the person that wins it because they get a product, and then it's also benefiting the person getting, rid, getting in brackets rid of it because exactly. they can then put 
that money into something that they want. Yeah. So in that aspect, so, it's, a, it's a win-win. Yeah, of course, which is why I'm classing it as a pro. It's one of them where it helps both parties to a degree. Yeah. So that's that's that's, that's no. So if if it's the right product, it can yeah. be a win-win. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So I mean, we've got we come up with three there that are good pros. Obviously, pros meaning good. So <laughs> I get what you're saying about that earlier, Jack. So we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got, you got three there. I've got a fourth one down, and this is probably just the, the most obvious one. Some of them are just really fun. Now, I'm not saying every single one of them is fun, but you've, I've kind of, I'm not saying it because I'm on your on the podcast with you, but I've kind of said from the beginning, and I've always told you, my opinion is you had the best raffles. Just because, for me, you offered, they were pound an entry, so they weren't damaging people's pockets too much. For me, it's not, a pound is not too much of a gamble. It's like if you go to like a summer fair or whatever, you go on a tombola and it's like 50p or a pound a go. You don't mind having a go. It's just worth it just to try your luck. So yeah. when you do your pound a go raffles and you've got like, say, 40 slots, but you've got like seven or eight prizes. So you're not walking into it get one spin of the wheel, it's done, and you're like, oh, God, I'm, I've not won anything again. You've got eight, seven or eight goes or whatever. Um, yeah. And, like, obviously, you've got a different range in quality of the, the prizes. Your main prize, example, when I won the Machamp, great prize. Like, who will yeah. want a hollow the, Machamp from Baker? The top prizes in mind, for people that don't, it used to be, like, 45 slots a pound each, seven prizes you'd have. The worst, seven, or the, I say the worst, way to put it but seventh prize would be a v or a gx card then you'd have some vintage cards then you'd have a good art you'd then have a hollow mystery pack which was hollows and guaranteed gx and v's you'd then have a couple nice full arts or a vintage card and then a pack so it was the same sort of start but it was always different yeah and i'll tell you another pro from just an example from your that i noticed in your raffles more so than other people's, everyone in the chat would be so supportive of each other. Yeah, that, that, you, was, that was my favourite part of it. Yeah, like someone would win who I've never met before, but they were clearly like over the moon that they'd won. And I'd be like, oh, I'm really pleased that you've won. Um, and it doesn't matter whether some... There was times where the same person won three times and I'd be like, oh, on end of the day, I'm really pleased for you because you won three prizes or whatever. Yeah, the luck's you think, on your side today. Exactly, exactly. And then the next week, it's still a pound to go. So it's not it's not like you've ever veered away from that and you started charging a lot more money or whatever. It's still a pound to go. You can still next week you might pick up something and it's your chance, your turn that you end up winning three things. Yeah, exactly. So, but everyone was really supportive of each other within the chat, and I, I always used to praise that and think that was really yeah. Really there used to be a regular. He uh, used to get. Between fifteen and twenty, fifteen and twenty people in each one, and it would just be a bit of a laugh while you were doing it. Yeah, but I can remember some... this is how popular yours was. There'd be times where you'd release it at say like six o'clock or seven o'clock. Can't you remember exactly. that, so... There was times where I'd get back in from work late or something, and I would just not have a chance to look at my phone. And I'd go, "Oh damn, I've I've missed it. Like I'm not in it." At they all. used to go in like twelve minutes or the quickest for forty-five. Yeah. Which is mad, really, but it just shows you how popular it is. Yeah, and the people that don't know why mine is that I would try and so forty-five pound I would get back. I would try. I would always put the 
value of the seven prizes to equal about 40 pounds give or take a pound which meant that after postage i was either breaking even or making one or two i i was i would always try and break even i would never the moment that i would ever try and even think about doing more than that or trying to essentially scam people which is one of the cons which we'll talk about later is that's just not when it's worth it i was just trying to make it accessible for everyone for a cheap price essentially yeah, yeah. and i think i think proofs in the pudding that most people a lot of people love to come into yours here's another thing We're, when you get a good one and this is where it comes back to the community all being together and like and appreciating each other you'd get people who would come and watch your raffles who hadn't even weren't even in it like you might have say 10 15 people that have entered and you'd have like 30 people watching it or whatever yeah, like I'm going to name drop someone here, but that's why, because we mentioned before, like Gengar, as an example, yeah. does these big raffles. So he's got like his own community and they do them every week. Almost guaranteed to win because he does a lot of packs, a lot of stuff, and it's like his business. But he gets 40 people in a live and we're all chatting to each other and we're all having a good time. So five or for a go, and nine times out of ten, you're going to win at least one pack. Yeah, and it says forty people in the live, and it's just and it's just so much fun having that interaction as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I say, there's some really good ones out there, and I think if you ever decided to bring yours back, for example, I think people would still enter them, and it'd be really popular again. But well, yeah, pro- probably, probably would. Yeah, yeah. But this, obviously, we're going to go on to cons shortly. But this is where. This is where I think people potentially aren't doing it for... You were doing it for the right reason. You weren't making any money out of it, really. Um, and everything was... Enough to cover yeah, postage. You put everything back. And that's the other thing. Like I used to, When I used to win stuff, I'd be like, oh, post might be here today. And like, I've won this card or whatever. Like I was well excited to get them a champ. Um, so you would be like really good at sending stuff out. Um, I used to get your stuff like a couple of days down the line and... Like used to be really reliable with being organised. Thing this day after when it was sent second class. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's mad, but ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So that for me, they're the main pros. Just my yeah. my opinion. I, I, I guess it's... I would personally agree. Yeah, if there's anything like else say, you want to add to that, but... for the ones for people that have different opinions or whatever, go to the Instagram post that will be on my page and let us and comment your opinion. And then maybe in like a couple of weeks or something, me and Gam will do a live. And yeah, some of it. Might be the yeah. best way of doing it. So if you've got your own opinions, comment below. We want to generate a discussion from it. So if you have any, then be sure to comment them in the post and we'll we'll talk about them. I'm sure there's some people that are really, really lucky with raffles. I'll, na- I'll name drop now. Dolores is <laughs> Dolores, yeah, oh, Dolores yeah, 100%. Is next level when it comes to winning yeah, stuff. Always it's wins at madness. least one. I did a giveaway where I'd had like, I don't know, I'm not going to say I've got loads of people enter, but maybe it was like 60, 70 people had entered my giveaway when I was the, quite the a young voltage blister. Yeah, Dolores won it. <laughs> yeah, and then that fight on my raffle got the Battlestars blister. Yeah, she's just, it's just like she's some sort of na- wheel of names queen of just, win- <laughs> just yeah. winning stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's fair a play good way to her. Fair play to her. Like, absolutely fair play. Yeah, 100%. So, do you want to go on to a few of the cons? I reckon, yeah, we've been nicey-nicey. Now it's time to not cause drama. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't want to be controversial, oh, like, like Jack says. This is just two neutral people giving yeah. their opinions. And so like Jack is. says, come and give it, give your opinion on that post, and we'll we'll chat it through and stuff in in the future. But I'll start with a con for me. When I joined back in, well, it was only about a few months ago, or whatever. I initially did it because I was entering loads of giveaways on my personal account. Was spamming all of my friends that I've grown up with with just like loads of Pokemon stuff. I was like, I would just make a new account. And when I made a new account, I followed loads of people. Now, obviously, initially, there was a few raffle ones, but a lot of people, I was just interested to see different cards and things like that. So a bit like what my account is. I've got loads of different cards from different eras and stuff that I try and post. Um, And I I really like that. But my main issue, or one of the issues now for me, is they are everywhere. Raffles are – you cannot get away from them. It's just madness. I agree, yeah. I think even people that I initially followed, sorry, Jack, uh, people I initially followed who weren't raffle accounts are now raffle accounts. Um, but it's, it's just everywhere. It's just like it's spamming the whole Instagram Pokemon community. Yeah. Scroll down three or four posts nowadays without seeing a raffle. And like we said again, the guys about to they're not as the fact that there are more up, yes, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are all bad means that there are more of them is what we're saying pretty much yeah yeah They'd, i think every man and his dog's having to go out doing a raffle now yeah and this is where we're getting into the cons it's whether they're doing it for the right reasons is my issue um we've gone through the pros it's only fair we go through the cons really so that oh, yeah, would be our main one is that majority of ca- accounts i think i follow now do raffles um or they've resorted to doing them so that'll be my main first one i think um secondly i just personally think people are just losing the main reason of why people have got back into the hobby for me it wasn't to do raffles i i mean i i randomly just found my pokemon cards this is probably just a little bit before covid um but covid when it came about like a lot of people that's kick-started them wanting to collect again and stuff because they weren't going out and things like that so for me the reason to be in the hobby is to appreciate cards and try and collect cards. Yeah. For me, the, the, with a lot of these raffles, my personal opinion is that people have jumped on them as and seen them as a way of just making money. And for me, that's not why we get into it, personally. No. No, we get into it. Uh, like the, reason, the main reason that I started to count up for, say, it wasn't to do raffles. It was to... It was at a, at a, a tough or a lower point of the life. I was unemployed. I was doing anything as such. I'm into this at the moment. I was in a Discord with someone I've already done the podcast with before, Geff, and he said he's got a Pokemon account. He talks to loads of people on there. So I thought, oh, let's see, use a bit of my time, spare time I've got at the moment. Let's go. Let's set one up. Hence came Pokejet. Yeah. And then from there, uh, 12 and a half, 1200 and a half followers maybe five or six people every day most quite a lot of people at least once a week yeah. and it's created this insane like community that's helped me through like a lot bef- up until the last week where i was able to kind of achieve what i wanted to but yeah. yeah that was always the main reason was to meet and talk to people and that's we've lost that a little bit yeah definitely because for me 
like I said, like I got, I told, I've just said like that the reason I got back into it or how I got back into it. But I saw the Instagram account as I was going to enter the giveaways, but then I thought, why not? I've got loads of cool cards that loads of people won't have seen before. I think a lot of people haven't seen a lot of the Acropolis cards and stuff that I've put on. No, or they've never seen those before. And I've had loads of comments where people have gone, "Oh, that's such a cool card, mate! I want to have a look at that collection and see whether I can pick any up." But the the people that are doing it for me, the ones that are driven by money, and this is where you've got the big downfall and the the major con. They're not they're not doing it for the collection or they're not doing it to build their collection. I, I genuinely think half of them aren't even collectors. They're just seeing it as it's a way of scalping to a degree. Yeah. I know that's probably going to be controversial, but. But no, it's essentially it, some people would buy something with the intention of, of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that that for me would be what would be the other one that I think people are just losing the main reason for doing the hobby. Yeah, um, the main reason people collecting the cards you want to collect and yeah. have some fun. Yeah, because that's what it's all about. It's Pokemon is just having fun. Yeah, I think a lot day. of people. I think a lot of people have come back into it. I think obviously I watch Randolph on YouTube and stuff at times, and I think uh, there's another guy from America called Twice Bait Jake. Really good. Um, stuff on like uh he, he does like quite a lot of unique promos and just tells you about that sort of stuff and upcoming releases which is how i found out about like the eva heroes and things like that um but like he's saying like a lot of people are filtering out of the hobby now um who have maybe just got a bit bored of collecting they wanted to collect some stuff logan paul came about and was like yeah let's get these charizards or whatever and people jumped on the bandwagon i think people are filtering out but the rafflers just don't seem to be going away like it's getting worse. Yeah, there's more, more and more of them that seem to be. But then we were just saying this to start with, and I'll, I'll go into one of my little cons, and this is don't necessarily realise because most of the time people are entering a raffle because it's the chance to get something cheaper that they can't really get or wouldn't want to get a full price. But without yeah. realise doing that, they then lose the sight of actually, is it worth it? in terms of the full amount that they look at one slot rather than the full price. Yeah. Definitely. And actually people then go in and filling up a raffle or such that you said that might not be value for money. Yeah. Is then making those people think this raffle I've done is really good. Let's do another one because it filled. Yeah. Quite a lot yeah. Of people will look at the one at one slot rather than the the whole picture. Yeah. So I haven't got this down as one of my actual cons. Well, actually, no, to be fair, I, I have. But see, it kind of filters into con one and con two. It, it, it's more or less like how often they're doing it as well. And like you say, like if, when people fill it, they think, oh, everyone's enjoyed this, so I'll do another one. I mean, I mean we've, we've talked to each other in the past and we've noticed that there's accounts where They've got. They've done eight raffles before, before like one o'clock in the afternoon at weekends, and yeah. you're like, you just, you're just hammering it, <laughs> but, but just no let, like letting up with it at all. It's just constant. constant. And like you said, that are they doing it for the right reasons? Because you don't see some people that do the raffles. You don't see them just post their own collections. No, not at all. 
it's just... like what they would like say a pokemon it can't usually it's to show off your show off some of your cards interact with people yeah. and stuff but you don't see that with with some accounts yeah and this is where like if as as i was saying before with collections if someone was like do you know what i really want to finish i've got say they've got slabbed so for me one of my goals is i love neogenesis so one of my goals is to get neogenesis all the hollows at some point slabbed if you've got someone who's like do you know what i've got some spare slabs here from other sets i'm not bothered about I'm going to look at what they are eBay-wise pricing, and I'll raffle them off at that price as to what they're going for. And then I'll use that money to try and complete my other sets and things. I'd be like, that's fair enough. But like you say, I do not they're not doing it for that reason because they're not showing us any other sort of collections they've got or anything based on that. It's just purely 100 images, 100 posts of raffles, just one after yeah. another. So for me, that's I think you've named a really good one there. Personally, that's it. That's a good con, not a good con, but an obvious con. Yeah. But, like yeah, I said, this um, isn't. It's this isn't us going directly at one person or two. This is just a general consensus that when we talk to each other. Well, it, this is the other thing. I don't think we can say we're going at one person because it's multiple across the whole board now. There's yeah. a lot of people doing because of how so. many there are that are doing them. If we're targeting one, we're targeting a lot, probably 50% of the people raffling. There's still people who might do a raffle every two weeks and they fill up, they do some collection stuff um, alongside that in between. And you think, do you know what? Yeah, they're doing a raffle because they've got something they don't want. Fair enough. And they kind of fall into the pros of me saying that they want to probably fill up their collection with what they actually want. Yeah, and, and, and stuff they don't want. Probably post like a showpiece, a showpiece card or something. You've got. Oh, yeah. they must have used X amount from this towards that card. And in that case, fair enough. It's a hundred percent. It's only like me pulling something from a. It's like me winning. Let's say I won a battle styles off you uh, pack when you did yours, and it was the main prize. I opened it. I didn't pull anything, but let's just say I pulled the ty- the Tyranitar. Now I could raffle that off. I could sell it on eBay and just get straight up. 150 quid or whatever they were going for back in the day but i could also raffle it off at 151 pound slots which if you did that to to a degree you've got very little chance of winning at 150 to one but it's not much of a gamble is it it's a, it's a pound to go so it's a it's a i guess it's a bit more fun than doing like i don't know um three slots at 50 quid each to win it but it's, i guess selling it either on ebay or selling it as a raffle you you could look at it either way that you, you're doing it so that you can then expand your collection. I've just sold some cards on eBay and just put the money straight back into buying some Neo Genesis stuff because I want to complete my set. So I'm seeing it as I'm putting, I'm I'm getting rid of cards that I've won or that I'm just not bothered about. It's more modern and going back trying to complete my actual goal, my personal goal of wanting to get Japanese Neo Genesis totally complete or whatever. So we get it when people want to do that, but it's just. It's just when they're not wanting to do the collection. I feel like we talked for this point on this point quite a bit, so maybe we uh, move on to the next one. I don't know what you think. <laughs> yeah. what you think. Just because we no, kind of hammered just... the whole point. Yeah, but then that's what this is for. Like we talk about well, like, yeah, so it's, it's just. Only like we say, and we we want to know what you guys think. Yeah, 100%. as well. We don't just want this to be us to go through the pros and cons. That be that, it never gets spoken again. 
We want to yeah. hear your guys' opinions and then have another chat about it or get some of you guys that comment on a live with us or something and we'll ha- and just have a chat about it. Yeah. And stuff. Because like we said, we don't, there's not all, there are some really good ones out there. There are some really awesome people. And some of the, it's just sometimes it makes the matches. It's just, there'd be pros and cons of, of everything. Yeah. Nothing is yeah. ever amazing. So if you talk about the pro of it, you have to match it and talk about the colours as well so you cover all the bases of it. And it'll be a boring world if we all like the same thing and the same every single thing was a con or a yeah, pro. Exactly. We wouldn't we wouldn't all we'd all go after the same sets, wouldn't we? And things like that, if it was all the same and everyone had the same opinion. So I totally respect anyone's opinion and I totally respect the rafflers who are doing this. Um, I respect their opinion of why they do it and stuff like that. It's just be interesting to hear from like people. If you oh yeah, hundred percent. So I'm going to go on to like what would be like the fourth point, I guess. Um, it's more to do with the extent of the money that these people are making now, which I know we've talked about quite a bit, Jack. To be fair, um, yeah. For me, this is the polar opposite. Of what you're of the reason why you did yours. Yours was fun. Yours was cheap. Um, there wasn't really a gamble with it, and you weren't in it to make money. But for me now, majority of them that I'm seeing are purely designed to make as much money as they can. As an example, and I'm sure you've probably got some examples as well, Jack. Do you remember when Hidden Fates was so scarce that no one had any? Um, Just but, before. So, the reprint where it was yeah yeah Yeah. so no one really had any and this is where i get into the whole scalping thing some of these rafflers seem to just get their hands on them and they'll be selling i realized that there was an inflation in price and people were paying more but this is it stayed the same even when they reprinted them and people were getting them a bit easier because like smiths would get them in for example but i was seeing etbs of whatever it was, doesn't matter, it really matter, that's irrelevant, but I'd see an ETB that's 60 quid retail, and people are selling them, selling their raffles at 12 slots at £10. And you think, so you've, you've valued that at 120 quid there. So let's take off postage, because it might cost you £5 to send out to someone. Again, I'm, I'm not looked into postage, because I don't really do the raffle, so I wouldn't know. If I'm well off the mark, someone can let me know. But let's just say £5, £10 at most. They're making, they're doubling their money. They're, they're, they're making 50 quid, let's say, on, a, on an ETB. And for me, yeah. that's just, it just seems absurd to me. Abs- absurd to me that it's, that's a lot of money to make. It's not like they've, they've managed to get their hands on one and they've even made £10 profit on it or £20 profit. Some of them are making a lot of money. I don't know what yeah, you think and, about that. No, yeah, a, but, but then yeah. it won't just be one. It will be multiple. Yeah. They yeah. won't just be what one. Yeah. They'll, they'll go, oh, if this fills up quickly, we'll do another we'll get one. Get another one out. Get another one out in an hour. And it's literally like, like there's a conveyor belt. If it was overpriced, because it had a... Like, I'll use an example. Like There's someone, someone that... Something that happened is put something out on Instagram and I won't name the person in case I don't want it to be and some people did raffles for them and then donated the money to their just giving page 
Oh yeah, I can remember and, that. Oh, and charged that I did it for a couple of cards that were probably only worth a tenner, but yeah. fifth, but did it at fifteen instead because that yeah. way more would go to the. So if it's for the right reasons, yeah, you can completely understand it. Like I did it yeah. to get five pound extra for this person's just giving page. Yeah, when I, yeah. people are just uh, doing that's a really bad example because now I'm saying that people should be doing it for charity instead of themselves. That was a really bad example, but <laughs> but it's a good example though. Really, it's there's like I said, the, if you I slight overprice something to either benefit your collection and your following, or you're doing it for a good reason that benefits the community or someone close to you, yeah. then that's fine. And, and in a way, that's a really good thing. But it's like you said, yeah. it's when they're trying to double their money on something because there's been a quick inflation and they think they can make a few quid. Yeah, um... that's where the, that's where the problem is. I'll give you another example. So people are, it, people are doing just single packs constantly. Um, and a pack might cost three or four pounds on eBay. Let's say it's four pounds. And they're doing them for like 10 or 12 pounds. And you're like, well, let's take postage out of that, which is probably only going to be a quid. You're probably making six pounds on a four pound pack, uh, single booster pack or something like that. Or yeah. along the lines of that. I might have over-egged it slightly, but even making a profit of four pounds on something like that, for me, it's just... Especially when it's the, when it's single digits in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And You've just mentioned my last con in that, and it oh, comes really, in... And I'm it's, really sorry, mate. <laughs> that's all right. It goes into it, and it's about postage. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone all of a sudden wants the winner to charge, wants to pay postage. Yeah, I've seen this, and I totally get where you're coming from. If you, if you, if it's that, that's another reason why I agree. Put, put it a couple quid more, and it covers the postage in it, or have one thing yeah. less, or second recorded. Or not. I understand you probably want to send it the best you want to send it. Yeah, but add that into it. Yeah. Yeah, it covers the price. So if something's worth twelve pound. Raffle it as fifteen and say it's twelve pound, two pound postage. Yeah, yeah, and included in there. Don't. It's when you see that winner charges, winner pays eighty five p or winner pays sixty six p. That's what I a first class say. That is class stamp is eighty five p. A second class stamp is sixty six p. Just I add an extra. Pa- just add an extra pound on. Yeah, I can. E- I can understand. If it's something bigger that's maybe cost more, and they might yeah, say, like if you're winning like a full like a case of something or a box of something, there's obviously yeah. going to be a higher package cost because you're going to want it sent first class, recorded, signature must be signed for sort of thing. Yeah, for purposes if something happens for it, but yeah. for like a single pack, add, it's the, a, add a pound, <laughs> add a pound onto the bread prize and instead of doing six slots do seven and put in brackets extra slot covers postage or something yeah i totally agree. don't charge someone don't ask someone to pay pay you 66p to yeah. cover a second class stamp for me if anything that just shows that it's about making money and it's not and it's for the wrong reasons that just clarifies that to, for me personally yeah that's uh, one a little thing but it one of the things that really bugs me yeah yeah so like I would always, I would, I would, the value of the cards would be £40 and they could be £5 to play with for postage. So if someone won multiple things, 
and won the good card, the top prize would always go first, and the other bits would always go second, which would allow me yeah. to keep it at forty-five pound. I yeah. would add the postage into the price line, forty pound, and if you win, you pay postage. But that's just not add an extra pound onto it and say free postage. Yeah. Don't ask people to pay pay you sixty-six p for a stamp. It's it's, it's just not. It's very. It look, it's not pe- petty as. Petty is the wrong word, but it's so unnecessary. I think unnecessary yeah. is a better word for it. I, I'd say unnecessary. Yeah, definitely. Just add an extra pound in on your slot, and if you if you really want to explain why, be like it's a six pound product and it covers postage. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So yeah, I've got another one as a con, but it, it ties in well, and it's similar to when I was talking about the extent of what people are making. I just want to give an example to someone of another type of thing that obviously ETBs and raffling off single packs has been going around for a while, but lately, and it's still, this has been going on for a while, but I've seen it more so lately. And I think it's because people are getting like get graded returns back and things like that. But I'm I'm really not me personally. I don't really like the amount of raffling of slabs that's going around at the minute. Um, and I, ch- I chatted to Jack about this earlier because I-, I saw one the other day that was being raffled off at 26 slots at £10. So if we add that up, you're looking at a value of £260 for this raffle. And this raffle, I'm not going to say the card, was for a PSA 10 in a card, though. Now, I thought, right, OK, so 260 quid. I was just intrigued and I thought, I'll go on to eBay and I'll put a sold item so I can see what's been sold. And I eBayed it. And this same thing had been sold previously, a few days earlier, for £140. So when you look at £260 versus £140, they've, they're going to make 100 and Let's take postage out of it. And even if postage was £10, which it isn't, but say it was, they're making, what, £110? On a slab, yeah, there's not you yeah. don't get that much inflation on something like that in three days over yeah. years, yeah, not over days. And looking back at the sold items, every single one that had sold recently were all consistently 10 or 15 pounds within each other. So even if you add 15 pounds onto that and go uh, 155, it's still, it's still 105 pounds. Or £100, let's say, if postage is £5. That's a lot of money. And I just see it as a little bit of exploitation, to be honest. It's people have a desire for these cards, but £10 isn't a cheap amount to be re- to pay for a slot for one. Um, I wouldn't be entering personally. I don't enter ones that are £10. I like the ones like Jack's where they're a pound a go or whatever. But 26 slots at £10, £100 profit on a slab. For me, it's just there's too many of these coming up, and I just think it's madness to be honest. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's not doing it for the right. No, no, no. It's yeah. For me, I no, I don't agree with that. But again, people do what they want to do. But obviously, they got they've got to expect people like this to have opinions on this. So. We're not shooting people down, or we're not aiming at particular people, but they're going to they're going to have to expect some sort of 
questioning as to because I don't think they either they think that people don't know what they're doing or people are I'm going to say a bit let's say people are too stupid to realize what they're doing but it doesn't take a genius just to go let's have a look at eBay oh well hang on I can buy this for 140 quid they're trying to they're trying to raffle it off at 260 but I don't know I don't know I, I get why people do it to a degree for money true value but it's not for the right reason no, there are right reasons for it. Like we've mentioned in the cons, if you're lecturing or if you're doing it to benefit someone else or the community or it's part of something else, then fair enough. That's oh, that's the reason for it. But yeah. there's people, there's a lot of people, especially from raffles that aren't doing it that way. People are saying, "Oh, raffles are popular at the moment. Let's do them." Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we're not criticizing because people might need it be in difficult situations. Uh, this being it from our point of view, there might be reasons, yeah. there might be other circumstances we don't we don't know of, which we're saying this is just two people's opinions of it, and that's why I keep saying we want to hear yours. People are doing them if they even want to, and they're just doing it because they feel like they have to because people are expecting it. That could be we don't know that they might not want to do it, and they might just be seeing it as an expectation. Well, that could be. I mean, look, you told me a few weeks before you stopped doing yours that you didn't want to do them anymore. But Yeah, but then I, I didn't want to stop at the time. Because, yeah. yeah. Because people expected on a Wednesday and a Sunday at 7 o'clock I was going to put a raffle out. And and I, I said to you, know, I did it as Pokey Jack, the guy that did raffles. Yeah. But then... Pokey Jack, the guy I, that posts stupid stories on his page about the Pokemon he sees on his way to work. <laughs> yeah, the oddish with the glasses. Stories, yeah, the oddish with the glasses and there being a stitch on the bench. Yeah. yeah. I just suppose, I just wouldn't, I, I've had so much fun lately. Because what I would be doing is, I used to do them on a Wednesday and a Sunday. As soon as, uh, as, soon as I, a live stream finished, I would then be straight on eBay looking at stuff that equaled £40 to then go for the next one if I didn't really have something in my collection that would be of that fun. It was obviously a lot of fun for the people doing it because it was really good value for them, but it wasn't fun for me. And that's the main reason that I started this all up was to have some fun. Yeah. And since I've stopped doing them, just posting cards and just having some fun, posting a few football cards, which I've done lately because I've got into that as well. I've just had so much more fun with it all. Yeah. There's no, there's not as much pressure. Like, Again, I don't want to name names and things, but I know people who have done raffles and they were doing that many that it just kind of overwhelmed them. And they weren't, they struggled like being organized to sort stuff out. And then it becomes like a pressure. Um, and I've had like people in the past that have done them turn around to me and said, I just don't want to do this anymore. But they feel like it's expected that they do it. And this yeah. is where, when you come back to, you know, where you said that people filling up these raffles, they think they're doing a good thing by filling it up. But it's actually a, price, a slot rather than yeah. the full price. And they'll say, oh, if I win this for £10, great. And actually you're yeah. giving this person potentially a profit. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think well, I will say, though, about one of other... This is a kind of a curveball, but not quite as a positive. I haven't seen any raffles or maybe one or two to do with McDonald's cards. No. No, I've which I'm glad. Reason post about people trading with people. And that's been yep. so refreshing. I might yeah. have seen, I've made one max, and that was for 
but and then it was similar to mine and it was a certain amount and there was like seven prizes of different cards so not yeah. the worst because it's probably about right value wise but uh, the last thing i've wanted to have seen is because the pikachu for some reason i don't for some reason because the pikachu is worth about like 30 pound on ebay or something yeah but people are just trading them with people and it's so yeah. refreshing to see a trading card game being used properly for trading i'm gonna call people... her out go on go on carry yeah. on I, I was gonna say to totally back you up i'm gonna praise her because a lot of people might not know her but kerry pokemon um she's been amazing throughout this whole pokemon mcdonald's um off uh, promo so she's she's openly said like she will try and because she works there so she's openly said um on her account i will try and get some cards for people with kids who are struggling to get them because i know a lot of stores were selling out like straight away um, yeah things like that. yeah so oh, i you... went with so weekend this was like two weekends so like halfway through it yeah. we had my girlfriends we had their nephews route and it was a like prime and we got some spongebob book and it's uh, it already sold out after like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? But yeah. fair play to Kerry Pokemon. Like, she's turned around and said to me, because um, I, I sent her a message. I was like, is there any... I've, I've bought cards from her before, and I speak to her every now and again, and still, she's really, really nice. And she said to me, like, she put... Actually, she put it as a story. She's like, does anyone need any of these cards? I've got them left over. And I was like, look, I've completed the non-hollows other than, like, three or four cards. She's like... Okay, um, I have these. I'll send them to you. I was like, well, let me just send you the money for like the stamp or whatever and cover postage. She was like, no, don't worry about it. But she's traded a lot of cards with people, and it, it has been really, really good. I'm really glad that it hasn't been exploited. I was worried that people. I mean, it started off not great when you saw people with like a hundred packs or whatever. Yeah, but that was only one or four quid. That was like one or two people, and they got called out for on Instagram by everyone. I called them out specifically straight away. I think I was, there's one person I remember, obviously I'm not going to say names, but I went straight onto their thing because they put a, they put a picture of a bag up with about. God of a McDonald's know, bag with over a hundred of them. In. Yeah. And, and everyone like, called them out. So they, yeah. So they got their piece for it, but it's been so nice seeing like even, even on Facebook groups, people aren't selling these cars. They're trying to trade with them. Yeah. And it's yeah. been so, so refreshing because people could have easily have gone, Oh, this Pikachu's worth 30 quid. I can buy this time. It's going to be worth 50 and then I can raffle it for 50 quid. No yeah. one's doing that. If someone has a spare Pikachu, they're trading it for two cards that aren't worth as much, but it completes their collection. And that's been exactly. so refreshing. Because that's what it is. It's a trading card game. It's a TCG. Yeah. Yeah. And the point people... Heard, yeah. So it's been so refreshing to see that side of it again and not people with no one other than one or two people and they got their comeuffins for it one or yeah. two people everyone else has been doing it all for the right reasons and it's, yeah. and it's been it's been really refreshing to see definitely it's brought people and that's why it's brought it was the whole thing it's brought people together yeah because every i think most everyone saw what it was what it how people did it in america and how wrong it was yeah, and people weren't gonna let in here, no, and everyone's been great. Running. Yeah, I was why well, I said I was we were gonna see raffles galore of sealed McDonald's stuff or Pikachu's or whatever. Yeah, and people are just trading it all for free yeah. and chucking and chucking in extra cards. 
I've, so, I've seen a couple where they've traded a Pokemon, they've, tra- like, they've, they've done a hollow for a hollow, and then yeah. they've chucked in a normal Pokemon card of their favorite Pokemon. Like, it's a little thing, but it goes a long it's nice, way. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah. There's a reason why we've all gone on Instagram to do it. For me, that's my reason to be part of that, but um, not, obviously, this is where the raffles and the big debate we've just had now, just that's where it's not right. And you've just highlighted the good things. About yeah, like people in general. support like, you know, like me sending yeah. out a Timo Werner card. Yeah, like it's worth about fifty p. But yeah. you're a Chelsea fan, and you would appreciate it more than I would trying to do trying to sell it or keep it in a box. Yeah, definitely, and and a lot like of people really appreciated. Like I think I said to you at the time, like I wasn't expecting that, but it's really nice for you to do it. Really kind gesture. It's nice when you see like that on stories of people are getting stuff and. I've noticed because of McDonald's, there's been a lot more non-McDonald's trade happening. Yeah, it's almost like people are fighting—not fighting back against raffles, but everyone's got back to doing it what it's for, what it's supposed to. Almost like going back to—it's like modernising being in the school. Yeah, yeah, it's like modernising being at school when I was ten, swapping whatever cards with my mates because I hadn't got that. Yeah, but it's it's almost like. if someone's got a spare of something, yeah, people have started to realize, although there obviously is a monetary value to some cards, yeah, people aren't seeing it as that at the moment. They're seeing yeah. it as I've got two of them, I haven't got a card that this person wants, they've got one that I need, yeah. What's next? Yeah. So it's been really nice lately, especially lately because of McDonald's. The people are now not that they weren't, but there's it's nice seeing of seeing all the McDonald's stuff being positive, other than who got called out straight away on it that's been something really we talked about some pros and cons and he'd gone into the cons. so it's just nice to talk about something like the good side of something yeah and that definitely has been recently definitely 100% agree yeah it's just I'm sure it will and hopefully it it, it carries on like I've got loads of the trades of people and stuff because trades of trades are fun yeah. As well, like it doesn't cost you anything. You're in brackets, quotation marks, getting rid of something that you don't want or have more than one of that someone else might really need and getting something in return that you quite like or you won't need. Like it just makes so much sense. And it, but it's in terms of value, it works because you're not spending anything. You're both spending 85p on a stamp, so it's not actually costing you anything. Yeah. And you're getting what, and you're getting something you want and giving something they want that you don't need. Definitely, and that—that's where a good community is. It helps all that, facilitates it, doesn't it? At the end of the day, yeah, hundred percent. There's definitely been different people. It's been really nice to to see. Definitely, that was like when you take it to a point that there are so many like raffles and stuff about. It's so nice when you see all the good stuff and little bit coming up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. I, right. I think well, that's everything com-wise for me, mate, to be honest. I, I think, think so, same. Like I said, it, yeah, like I said, I feel like we've given, we've given three or four, we've given, I think we gave four pros and four cons. Yeah. So we've given a an mix of both. And like we said before, we want your guys' opinions of them. So comment on the Instagram post and we'll have a chat about it. Yeah, look so forward to it. Opinions. We're not having a go at anyone. We're not crucifying anyone. If you want to do a raffle, by all means, do a raffle. If you don't want to do a raffle, don't do a raffle. If you want to take part in a raffle, take part in it. 
you'll yeah it's enjoy pokemon however you want to enjoy it because that's what at the end of the day that's what it's there for is to enjoy it couldn't agree more awesome i think we're pretty much i like how we said so for those you don't know we started to record this at about quarter seven or it's now (laughs) half eight we said to each other right if we start a quarter to seven we could be done by about half seven quarter to eight and it's now (laughs) 25 past eight Is an hour forty three and twenty. <laughs> Yours is probably less because you cut out a little bit. Yeah, probably. Mine says fifty five wait... minutes now. To be fair, yeah. So the nice so... thing is that we've mentioned. Usually, we I like to do the whole shout out free accounts on there. I don't know if you've got some of them, but I know we've actually mentioned a few I'll, during I'll mention, this. I mentioned some people that I follow. Yeah, go for it. So regularly. You mentioned Kerry, which was a great, definitely a good yeah. one to mention. Yeah, so we'll go Kerry number one. Um, definitely really nice, really nice to speak to. We'll help you out with anything she can. Again, she really likes trades. So um, I often see her saying, oh, I'm trying to complete this, complete this collection. Can someone either sell me the card if you don't want to trade or will you trade something with me? Yeah, trades are, trades are just, are just they're, they're fun everyone because it means you can get rid of something you don't want and you're getting something back it's like, like you said it's like being back in school all over again uh tw- like 20 30 years old so second i would say someone i speak to obviously i speak to you most days jack um we've chatted for ages but another person i speak to got a really cool account as well um is a person called mewtwo minded it's called jake um but he posts some really cool stuff he's just posted the whole series of Dragon Vault, um, which I think is from Black and White, but really cool guy, uh, got some really cool stuff on his account, 100% go and follow him if you don't. And then I'm going to mention someone else who I always tag in like giveaways and I always chat and I've won some of his giveaways before and stuff. Really nice guy um, called Will. So he is, it's Tom Shellick. I don't know. You'll know. I think you already, you'll know. Uh, him, I know Tom Shellick, yeah. So if you want to follow him, it's T and it's a zero. It's and a then zero, M- yeah. M Shellick. So his, his uh, logo is Squirtle with a moustache after Tom Selleck, but Tom Shellick. Yeah, he's a really cool guy as well. Posts some really cool stuff. So I really like him as well. So they're my three that I would say to go and follow. Definitely. Definitely. And like I said, on the Instagram post, their apps will be in the description so go to the post comment your opinion at the raffles clicking our accounts go spam them with likes follow them say hello to them all of that yeah. good stuff because tom or well, today hit a thousand followers didn't they yeah he did i remember seeing yeah. started doing a little countdown to himself yeah i sent him a congratulations as soon as i saw him hit he got his mgc card back yesterday as well um yeah still waiting i there are more people because I posted mine a few days after, so I'm probably missed out on like this. These are obviously the people that sent theirs out on the very first day. Yeah, I just missed out on that by a couple of days because my printer wasn't working. So I'm seeing all of these returns come back, and I'm like, I really want my card. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I got mine gra- back. I got, well, you saw that I yeah. got mine back. So if I won't say what I got, I, I sent in a Mewtwo and Mew tag team from Miracle Twins. So. Go and have a look at my account. Check out Gansways and check out MGCs as well, because I think they put it up on theirs with one of their fancy pictures. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Looks really well. cool. They're, 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 they manage their social media better than better than accounts, I would yeah. say. And if you have problems and you message them, they get back to you really quickly. Yeah, I speak to him because 
yeah, I speak some quite well. We, also, uh, we mentioned this more on Kid and, Gra- uh, and Cheese's one, but definitely try out the UK grading companies. The worst thing is that they're not going to then they're not going to add monetary value on to them, but they'll they'll protect a card for you for for the rest of your life. Yeah. So don't send them your Rainbow Rare Pikachu V or yeah, and are from yeah, kind of a nice sort of you like that you want to be protected for the future. You'll get a nice slab on it. Support the UK companies, and it is. But you get a, you get a graded card back, and it protects a card that you really like, and they're cheap, and it's in the UK. So we should. Little side note. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, on to the final bits. I know that you were struggling with this one. So what I do is I ask everyone that comes on the podcast to buy me a card, less on eBay. To add into the podcast binder, so I go I have one for each episode with um, the person's card next to it, and there was a card that you were really trying to find. And I don't, did you find? I don't know if you did or not. I, or I have found one. I have found one. So we're gonna go because one, it's my favorite Pokemon. We already discussed it earlier. We're gonna go Ampharos. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Neo Genesis. For me, it's an amazing set. Like if you don't. If you haven't checked out Neo Genesis, which is a second gen, it's the last kind of like the last sort of ones before Skyridge and that that was Watsy. Um, but you look at the Neo sets, they're amazing. But Neo Genesis is unbelievable. So I've gone for Amphros from Neo Genesis, and I'm a massive Japanese fan, prefer it to English personally. So we've gone for the Japanese version of that card. Now, I said to Jack earlier, there are some on eBay that we can get for five pounds. They're going to be they're going to be heavily played, but I just think I can see it's it. Yeah, just it's four ninety nine or best offer. Exactly. Is Pick that the, the same one that you're looking at? Shook a four quid in, mate. You'll get it. <laughs> Is that the but, same? Um, yeah, that scratches white in it. But at least yeah, that's the nice thing. At least they put it on there. It or or what we'll do is, or, or I'll just keep an eye out. I'll pick one up for that sort of price and just send it to you or whatever. So yeah, something we'll, we'll get it yeah. in. But it's it's too good a card not to. It's such a cool card as well. Yeah, well, I've put it in my watch basket. It started my <laughs> Neo Genesis collection. That was the first one I bought. So yeah, um, yeah, love it. And you recently, you recently picked up the big boy, didn't you, for that? So in the last month and a half, yeah. So I've picked up the Typhlosion seventeen and the Lugia. The Lugia's a beast. Um, there's pictures of it on my account as well, if you want to have a look. But it's so cool. I'm trying to go basically near mint to mint for all of them. Um, for all the hollows, getting there. I think I've only got two cards. I recently bought the Pichu as well. Um, that came literally a couple that of Pichu days ago. Neon. Yeah, so I managed to pick up really, really good price as well. Um, seeing them go for like over £20 auction, and I think I got it for £11 in near mint. Um, just randomly put an offer in, and this guy accepted it, but really good condition. I think I've just got Meganium and the Feraligator from the actual set left, not the one from the files, That just those yeah. two, and I've completed it. Very nice. So, yeah, brilliant. Well, awesome. I appreciate it, mate, today, and it's, it's, I really enjoyed it. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no, it's, your... it's, it's, no, that's all right. It's a, it's a lot of fun just having these and just having discussions. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I did it is it was something different. Yeah. That no one else had, no one else had done. And... It was just a bit of fun to. Yeah. yeah definitely. There's a new one. That's card, uh, Lee or Gorilla Poke card to start his own pod, Pokemon podcast. I think it's called Pokemines. I would, um, he put his first episode out 
on Thursday the 10th at the time of recording this. So definitely go and get it as well. Hopefully I'll be in one of his in the future, but definitely go and support his as well. He's a really nice guy. He's done some great stuff for this community. For those of you who don't know, he made this massive bundle and basically collaborated with a load of other people on Instagram and then gave it to two families for free. Now he's a top fair, guy. And he's, just, and, he's just, and he's just started his own podcast. So make sure you go and check out Growing Up Cards. Go and check out his new podcast as well on that. But speaking of podcasts, we're going to wrap this one up now. Cheers, mate, for coming on. Much appreciated. Yep. And we will see you on... Cheers, everyone.